What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Forbidden Knowledge Hangout, where each and every one of us can define the word woman. Over to you, Chris. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. It's so good to see you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all our guests. We've got plenty more to come. They'll be trickling in and out tonight, throughout the night. We're just here to hang out. We're here to have a good time. That's what we do. Uh, that's what this show's about. So let's let's start with introductions. Let's just go around the room and introduce each other while waiting for our other uh, guests to show up. Let's start with myself. Hi, I'm Chris Matthew. I am host of Forbidden Knowledge News and Forbidden Knowledge Network, and we have some wonderful podcasts that we feature there. Um, and you know who the fuck I am. So let's move on to Corey. All right. So I'm Corey Hughes, and I am smarter than a Supreme Court nominee. I can define a woman that is an adult female. Boom! Where's my fucking lifelong job paying quarter million a year? Uh, missed out <laughs> on that one. Like like many of us have missed out, unfortunately. Mr. Wheezy, thank you for joining us again. Still waiting for that camera, but how are you doing? There you go. Ah, there you go. God oh. damn it. My name is Wheezy, and I am the host of the What is Truth podcast. Like and subscribe, goddammit. And I identify as a refrigerator with a 12-inch dong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to identify as something, you know. And by Those the way, are my pronouns. <laughs> my pronouns. <laughs> so I saw a meme the other day. I don't know if it was from a real tweet, but it was allegedly from Donald Trump in 2018. And it said, I now identify as a woman. Boom. First woman president. I don't know if it's real or not, but I laughed my ass off when I saw it. That's great. All right. And finally, so far, we've got Mr. Ryan Burns from the Space Wolf Research. How you doing, Ryan? Uh, great, my man. Good to be here. Um, Ryan Burns. I am involved with or affiliated with Hero Paranormal Podcast. Just kind of uh, go into... You know, some weird corners of uh, high strangeness. And I'm also uh, way into, I guess it's my science project, uh, the Uinta Basin of Utah and the high strangeness there. And that can be found at spacewolfresearch.com. Uh, and I, I'm all about weird. So I think I'm home. Yeah. Vibe you, with you're the You're definitely home. And man, I think that's where I want to start tonight, especially me, because I love this stuff. Uh, what's been going on out there? Have you had any kind of new or strange uh, experiences or phenomenon that you'd like to to share with us that's been going down in the Uintal Basin? So something has taken place. Sweet. And it's weird because as you may or may not know, I, I, uh, the Space Wolf research got vaporized, like the 40 foot RV, the cabin, everything by a quote unquote, middle of a nice day, for lack of a better word, it wasn't torrential rainstorm or anything. But um, it just gets vaporized by what appeared to be a lightning bolt. So uh, fast forward, uh, another researcher had his home burned down inexplicably. And now another researcher that I sold some land to that he's doing research next to Space Wolf Research. He had his apartment burned down. And what's crazy, man, the, okay, like the pictures. So it was like a lath and plaster apartment, like an older, he's, he's from the East Coast. And 
everything is burned on his side, inside, ceilings, walls, and floor, but nothing else. So it didn't damage any other apartment above, below, or around him. So luckily he wasn't there, but that's kind of the high strangeness that um, is most recent, but there's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. All kinds okay, of stuff Ryan, I, you, you're going to have to catch me up on this stuff. I have not heard of any of this. What, what the fuck's going on? Man, I don't know. Like some people are saying it's direct. Well, I don't know. It's, I, I sort of know. I, I sort of know like what's going on. So um, the easy explanation is if you get too close to the fire, you get burned. And that's what I told him. And it seems that people who are able to like carve out a little niche and consistently go and observe this phenomenon um there's a small price to pay and i don't know what that is but it does seem that it harasses or at least doesn't harm you but it lets you know that i say it listen to me this this odd precognitive intelligence that seems to roam the landscape has the ability to seemingly come home with you and mess with your stuff so that's the best i could tell the guy because i can't do a better answer than that i, I mean i don't know Weird stuff. And, and this wow. is documented um, in the most recent book, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. They have all kinds of high DOD guys that had all sorts of, well, everything happens. High strangeness, werewolves peeking around towards their houses. Great read, by the way. But yeah, this stuff happens, I guess. I don't know. With that, I'll take you, you, your, your research center and your, your property is butted up like right near the Skinwalker Ranch property, right? It's epic. Yeah, it's a great view. God, that's crazy, and, and I'm definitely gonna come come visit you out this summer during our during our road trip. We got, we got to do that for sure, uh, man. That's crazy. So, uh, you think you're being targeted by maybe like some uh, three letter agencies type type stuff? You know, that would be the best case scenario, um, and I don't know that it is, but they're definitely keeping a watchful eye. I believe, at least diagnostically speaking, because. I found out through some personnel, and this is super confidential, but they basically kind of told me, like, yeah, man, like, you're reading up. Anyway, yes, this stuff is happening um, without going too deep. But the, the truth of the matter is greater minds than myself, much more intelligent, basically say that when you interact with this phenomena, you give something, but you take something away. So I don't know what that means. Like it takes something from you, you take something from it. So, all right. Now you said without going too deep, we're all about going deeper than deep. We want to <clears> shove <throat> our yeah. balls inside there. <laughs> we want to go as far deep as possible with this show. So, what do you think is going? I mean, I want to know your deepest, darkest <laughs> you thoughts nasty about this Charles. stuff, dude. Let's get into it. Come on. <laughs> What, what do you think is really happening here? If you can, I mean, if without risk of your life or anything, you know? Well, is it just the tip or is it full throttle? That's <laughs> yeah, what we want to know, through. Ryan. This is so dirty, vulgar, just, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're in like this, when you're in like this, it's, it's like you're full adult. Like this is, yeah, it is uh, skin on skin or it ain't going in. And, <laughs> I, as near as I can tell, like this is raw and rugged and actually happening to, to a, a multitude of individuals, people involved with 
So is it alien? Is it demonic? Is it fucking weird humans dressing up in chicken soups with lube trying to freak people out? What's really going on, man? Bro, that's the thing. It's all of the above. And, and <laughs> it's all of fuck yeah. That, you know, it's just semantics. Like a lot of people go down, you know, you could easily just go biblical on this and explain everything away in a biblical format. Or you could go like super Middle Eastern on this, easily explain it away as a djinn because that is like the catch-all phrase in the Middle East. And um, either of those would, you know, answer this. The Native American folklore also answers it very well. It's our science. It's, it's, it's our science that's ending up blowing itself because we cannot reproduce, and I say we meaning humans, but um, let's just say that the United States and these areas of high interest that are being attacked scientifically, people are getting their butts handed to them scientifically. And uh, the reality is you have to interact with this in a way that it wants to interact because it's holding all the chess pieces. It does not even have to play ball. It, it never has to come out of its shell. And so when this thing does interact, it's kind of one of those like aha moments where it's like, and that's why I love this gentleman that just um, is doing research next to me, met him through Jeremy Corbell, has a super great reputation, and he is interested in interacting with these things through a quote-unquote DMT technology, which is called an lamp, which is this lamp that like flickers and stuff, and it reacts and mimics the reenacts and mimics the DMT experience that is usually only felt twice in a person's lifetime. This, you can literally flip a switch, turn on this Angela lamp, and you either do have this experience or you don't. We're taking it up a notch. Um, and I say we, just because I'm nearby, but I'm not affiliated with him. But I am going to take it up a notch and do something a little bit different using something qu called a quote-unquote God helmet. And that is... Yes, I've heard for, of this. Yeah. That thing's fucking crazy. It's Dude, you are massaging the gooch of knowledge right now. <laughs> Okay, while we're paused here, and, and Wheezy gave us that great comment, uh, welcome, Legit Bat. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Mm. Are you here, Legit Bat? Okay, they're not responding. I, I see the, the sweet cartoon of Jen's ass, though. That's all we see <laughs> every time they show up, by the way, is just that Jen's ass in that cartoon. Uh, a great artist, by the way. All right, <laughs> back to you, Ryan. This is uh, fucking fantastic that uh, we're, we're, we're getting deep into this stuff. Yeah, man. Um, so what do you guys think, Corey, Wheezy, any comments on this? Dude, Jer Jeremy Corbell, so you said you were working with him or you're just, a, um, oh, no. uh, you're in touch so with I'm, him? I'm friends with him, but no, I met this, uh, who I consider a friend, this gentleman that I kind of, I carved out a piece of this property I bought and I gave him a section and I said, do your thing, man, like do your thing. And um, so that's his land now. And he's he's just doing his thing, and that's he's doing that with the Anja lamp. So we're gonna do the God helmet, which helps like stroke victims. Um, my mom was a stroke victim. I know a lot of a lot of other people who have benefited, but these these things actually do work. And what it does is it like will activate portions of the brain. It literally is a helmet. You put it on, and you look like a total dork, and it activates portions of the brain. What they're finding, however, is it's called the God Helmet for a reason because a very large number of the people who 
go under the God helmet or put it on, uh, interact with entities that are quote unquote godlike. And now, Ryan, be be before you go too much further, the God yeah. helmet's like a kind of like a sensory deprivation type of weird thing with uh, what what exactly is it because uh, i've only seen it in a few uh totally. type of paranormal documentaries and things yeah man it's called a so it like photobionically interacts with your nerve endings neurologically so if you could like consider that we're like a computer um the cpu would be the brain you know and so what this thing does is it's like a nice and cozy little thing cover that goes over the cpu it's so creepy when you think about it and you can dial it, you can dial it in to where it will get more energy in certain areas than others. So it makes total sense that you can literally interact with entities that are seemingly not there. Yet, so many people are having this phenomenon take place that is literally called the God Helmet. And that's where science can take a dump out the window, and I really don't care what it thinks. And results, in my opinion, go on the right-hand stack. And that you know, continue to follow the patterns because, you know, places like the Monroe Institute, um, unfortunately, to get into really deep science, you sort of have to do unscientific things. And they may be not the thing that most people are doing. In fact, I, I think, you know, the interaction that this gentleman had with his Angelamp, which has furthered my research like interacting with these things as friends instead of enemies as he puts it is super important because you can get a lot more information out of a friend than you can out of an enemy and not only that these enemies can literally toast your butt um as you know you can like be checking out a cattle mutilation come home and then a week later like your right leg doesn't work like the craziest stuff happens, right? So you have to step carefully, no pun intended. Man, okay, we've already gone way balls deep tonight. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Legit bad, are you here yet? Are you here yet? I, I, I don't see you. I don't hear you. I just see Jen's ass staring at me. Okay, welcome, <laughs> Brian. Is this Brian Murphy? I don't hear he, or yeah. see him either. Yes. Yeah, What's up, man? Welcome. How are hey. you doing? Good, good. I'm uh I can share my videos sometimes, but I'll just kind of pop in and out. Awesome, man. I appreciate you joining us. Yeah. Uh since you are here and you can see and hear you. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I know you've been on Forbidden Knowledge News once, but uh introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh uh father of four, um just uh another expression of uh source, you know, uh unique expression. So uh I've been through a lot uh, in my life, uh, a lot of religious uh, exploration. Um, those that know me know that I'll never stop learning. And, uh, you know, that's why I love this, uh, this podcast and uh, a lot of the guests and everyone else I've heard, you know, I, I pretty much listen to everyone. There might be a few here and there I miss, but um, I'm pretty, pretty in the know with everything going on in the, in the network. Sweet, man. Well, thank you. Welcome, uh, and thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to have a good time. Is Legit Bat here yet? 
can we do anything other than, than talk to Jim's ass? Okay, let's do that. <laughs> We're going to forget about them. Just fucking chime in when y'all get here. Uh, all right. So uh, any uh, what do we got going on, Corey, Wheezy, uh, werewolves, uh, interdimensional beings, fucking Uintal Basin, we down. We're going for a trip there or what? Let's go. Do that. I'm more of a the government's trying to kill us guy. Yeah, yeah. So. Me and Corey might be the only ones that don't have any uh, religious affiliations, if you will. <laughs> I've just been sitting here like in a complete state of shock all fucking week over the absolute goddamn ignorance of our fucking Supreme Court nominee. That's just what I've been obsessing over the last couple days. She might be the dumbest fucking person ever to be nominated to the Supreme Court, yeah. and I'm a little fucking nervous. Well, that's on par for the people they put in front of the camera these days. You know, they got to put yeah. She like fucking, fucking stupid cuts, in there. She gives pedophiles like two weeks in jail and shit. Like she's a complete activist piece of garbage. Well, isn't that what happens also when you go for uh, only the demographics? You know. Oh, you yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So she gets nominated because she's a goddamn woman, and then she can't come up with a definition of a woman. I was, I was like, what? I'm not a <laughs> I still, I still, I still can't. I'm still like, it's not computing. <laughs> well, you no. you already know. You already know it's the it's the agenda. Like she doesn't want to get canceled too. You know, she's afraid that her own people will turn on her too. Probably. They're uh, somebody they, in you, office like Mad Max, like with the spikes and everything. And if you don't like what they say, just he just clubs you on the fucking head. That's <laughs> I, that's what I want. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm completely and totally for the just. I I pray for the giant meteor. I think we're all fucked on a scale beyond fixing. And uh, the only oh. thing that can save us is a giant meteor to cleanse the planet and give us a chance 2 billion years from now when the next, you know, phase of evolution comes around. Now, now speaking of the giant meteor, I've been, I've been, I've been listening to a lot of people that are researching the, uh, the planet X thing recently. And that could, man, you know, I'm coming back to it. It could be a thing. We could have something rogue, a big object, maybe not a planet, maybe a meteor, maybe something big headed towards us that they already know about that. that that's the whole reason they started COVID. That's, that's supposed to be on a cycle, right? Stuff. What's yes, the cycle? It, what is the cycle? Is it coming up oh, soon? Man. I mean, I it's thought it like was... either two hundred thousand years or twenty thousand years, or fi there's so many different cycles we could be looking at that could destroy the planet. But I just remember uh, at um when we went to the conference in in Nevada, yeah. and Billy Carson did his presentation and talked about the dwarf planets and how really there's like two hundred and something acknowledged dwarf planets in our fucking solar system and that a dwarf planet really just means they don't know what the fuck it is it has nothing to do with size <laughs> it was like it was like wait a minute what what yeah, about the yeah, fucking yeah. nine planets in pluto they can't make their mind up on fucking pluto like yeah with nothing is as we are told Did all right I watch everybody this uh, space exist can we go there what, what's no. going on here Dude, <laughs> i watched that uh documentary i think Tripoli had uh what's his name uh Bart Seigel, yes. dude, that was that a great today. fucking show, that bro. Was a great episode. And Isn't he, weird? Yeah. yeah, if you guys don't know who he is, he's he created the documentary. Um, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, the moon. <laughs> and that is if you if you are on the fence about the moon landing, that is definitely a must watch. Same thing with American Moon, but that Ameri was a mockumentary, wasn't it? Yes, uh, yeah, it was to a degree, original, but I think wasn't the original sort of a mockumentary in a way. Yeah, it was made to be like a kind of a <laughs> the original show, right? is not holding up to the sniff test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
But anything you see coming from, I mean, it's so obviously fake. I mean, Corey, you shared that. I don't know if you have it ready to pull up, but I'd love to see that little fucking rover. Oh, the <laughs> rover. My fucking favorite. <laughs> it's the best shit I've ever, hold on, let me allow. Oh, the one share. with the digital sparks when it takes digital off? Digital sparks. Yeah, get like, the fuck no, out of here, man. Like, um, it looks like a, a, a one of those poppers that you get with sequins and shit that pops out of it. It really. I've seen UFO videos, fake UFO videos. Videos that look better than this shit, man. That NASA was putting out. It's how <laughs> ridiculous that's it just, is. That's only one of them. Like everything you see, the dudes floating in space, they'll have like a bug crawl across the window in the background or something. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like what the. <laughs> fuck? Or what about the, the gopher on Mars? Flying by. Guys, how does that or, happen? Or or the sea on a rock, and then they right. later they fucking Photoshop it out. <laughs> exactly what's why if it's real why do you have to fucking fake everything that we see yeah. about it what's going exactly. on exactly have, have you seen the footage of elon musk after they shoot the tesla in the space oh, that makes awesome. so much sense <laughs> look at this, this man is, yeah, this yeah, is he's a joke explaining why it looks so fake <laughs> it's like, what? he's like that's how you know it's real man <laughs> yeah that's it that's how you know <laughs> I love this. It's like sparklers oh come out or something. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, fucking... it's a beaut right here. Yeah! <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, everyone! And then, like, I don't know what's the the invisible strings are pulling that fucking thing up. It's a crane well, then, in the Nevada then, desert. And then yeah. the, supposedly all the astronauts are in the damn ship. So who's recording this shit? Panning up to the to the object. I know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The, the funny thing is, like, these guys supposedly sat in a chair each, like, a, just a, yeah. with the legs bent in a look, chair. Look, look at the camera work here. It's Zooming obviously in. obviously a human panning up, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It could be space. That was there. allegedly controlled from Houston, but yeah. there's no delay on the camera. Give me a fucking break. And not only that, but, but then when the camera, when it takes off, it's, like, coming in and out into uh, the lens, you know, perfectly. <laughs> Why does it have tinfoil on it? Like, what's with the gold tinfoil? <laughs> Dude, that's how you know it's real. The tinfoil helps you get through the Van Allen belts. That's yeah. the only thing. Fucking <laughs> regular tinfoil. <laughs> okay, that thing is only supposed to be one-sixth the weight on Earth, so it's still got to weigh fucking seven, 800 pounds on the moon. Where's the goddamn blast coming out the bottom, right? Yeah. The and where's the imprint? Yeah. I don't know, man, but this is where do you awesome. get gold tinfoil, dude? That's how you know exactly. it's real. <laughs> yeah, I want to get me some gold, gold tinfoil tin and put that shit on my head. Then I'll put my face on the camera. Oh, some gold tinfoil. Everything. Some um, I'll find the I'll find the one of the when it docks. They have the video of the the film of oh. it docking. It's like, like oh, it's the fucking gay porn. It's the worst gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a gate? Why do you know that, huh? Why do you know that? Well, you knew it too. You started laughing. Yeah, guys. I don't know. Hey, is legit bad here yet? Joe, is that you? Hey, what's up? Hey, Joe. What's up? What's going on, man? Is it just you joining us? Uh, I think Jen's coming too. We just got done eating dinner. We we jumped on when we could. Like like I told you, we're we're on our like fourth show of the day, so we're like, oh Whoa. man. But Corey, good to see you. Chris, good to see you. Ryan, uh, nice to meet you as well as well as Brian and Wheezy. Good to my not man. See you. <laughs> hey, okay, hey, so Wheezy, Wheezy Chris can't has be seen on me. camera because he's invisible. All right, Chris, Chris has seen me. Chris, Chris knows me. Chris, Chris know knows I'm a real about, person. Wheezy. 
I've had instructions not to say anything. So Does he have a third eye growing out of his forehead? No, he 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 knows me. I you know he just keeping my the secret. Appear in this interdimensional space. This is the docking video. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Are we about to see some big dig action? <laughs> docking. What docking? Penis. So, yeah. Some non-Jewish procedure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're, we're hoping to get kicked off of every platform tonight. <laughs> we hope so. See how fake it looks? That's how you know it's real. Well, <laughs> it's supposed to be moving at 4,000 miles per hour at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. You can follow that easily with the camera. You can, that's easy. No, no biggie. 4, this, uh, this whole video is just a walking joke. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? Does space exist? I've heard some flat earth motherfucking shows on legit Bat Boy. And <laughs> Dude, we can watch take this. it there. We it's, have some. Okay. We it's going to turn. It it's going to turn. Watch these turns. <laughs> it's going to turn. Holy. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Look at that. Oh, well, that, that is really disappointing. Is, now it just changed direction. If you yeah. notice, it changed direction. Yeah. Oh, was that a picture it took of that I'm watching you? It looked like a turd came out of it or something. Or it was coming. Not seeing little blasters making the turn. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, that looked like a looked like What's a space part to me. <laughs> hey, legit bat, your your thing what? is backwards. I know, dude. I don't know what's going on. I fucked my shit up earlier. You gotta click the mirror oh. image button. Watch, watch, look at this thing. Look at this. Look how stupid this is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's gotta, it's gotta show you it's aerobatic. Okay, you know. so let's just say theoretically they could make it to the moon. There's no fucking way they could take off, dock, and then fucking head back to Earth. Period. No, none of it. <laughs> it's all horseshit. Look, right. it just changed directions. Like, how is it doing that at four thousand miles an hour? That's a really bad special effect. So, so we, you, you heard, you, you heard. Come, um, come to find out that like one of the one of the. Um, it, they have like go-to items in the aerospace industry and confidentially speaking like i've personally seen this one of the items on the list is this uh special duct tape <laughs> just, to cover, <laughs> just to cover shit up dude because um yeah that's all it takes is this special duct tape and i think it's personal and confidential information that i could be spewing here but does space exist? It prob there's there's probably something further than where these guys are heading. But as far as okay, I'm gonna tell you a really quick story. I can't name names. I talked to this guy this week. Uh, he's legit. And is he a bat? He's <laughs> this guy's legit. Lifts off grid. Works for NASA. Takes pictures. Um. Okay, he takes pictures to analyze the similarities between NASA and Earth so that he can analyze and diagnose these lava tubes that may or may not be there. But if the top of the surface looks similar enough, as in identical, these lava tubes may or may not be present and we could inhabit the planet. So he'll show pictures left earth right mars which is which and um dude 
All I know is they look identical to me. This is what I think about what you just said. <laughs> well, we you saw the show, uh, the 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 show we were talking about earlier on Sam's show, uh, yeah, and the 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 possibilities that this guy was talking about. First of all, we can all agree that fucking the the moon footage and shit was absolutely fake. But why? This dude earlier was talking about Planet X and shit. We were talking about Planet X earlier. I don't know if it's Planet X. I don't know if it's, some people think that there's aliens on the moon keeping us from going there. Some people think the Earth is flat. Some people think it's a hologram. I don't know. But why dude. the fuck are they fucking lying so much? <laughs> this fucking dude, rover you, looks like it's got old lawn furniture stuck on it. <laughs> would you, exactly, Corey. Would you even take, you wouldn't even take this thing to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and, and did you I'm know that to thing? Out what some of this shit is, and I can't. Well, did you know that thing that you're looking at had a price tag of sixty million dollars? <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. That's the official that NASA numbers: sixty million dollars for that shit. It I think they got Grandma's dildo on the top of there. That's for Grandma to ride that thing like nobody's business. Where did they fit oh, this wow. thing in that little fucking capsule? They fit two of them. <laughs> two of them. It looks like the frame. Get the of fuck out of here with that shit. Or something like it looks like the bottom frame of a jaguar that they put lawn chairs on and then an umbrella <laughs> upside down. This is bullshit. The, bullshit. This whole moon, you know, before you dig into it, 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 the propaganda to prop up the whole moon fucking fairy tale is so strong that if you question it, you're like, oh yeah, man, uh, you feel you feel wrong because of. Yeah, man. And then once you really, really start looking into it and all the inconsistencies, all the fuckery going on, like, oh, it's fucking obvious bullshit, man. Uh, no question in my mind. Uh, at one point, I w it was like 50-50. And I'm like, I'm like 98-2% that we fucking made it. But it it's so damn obvious, man. It, and for me, the reason why, and I think we discussed it when you when we did a show, Chris, is that in in my opinion, it has more to do with what was going on in the '60s. You had JFK, uh, Martin Luther King, Vietnam, uh, RFK, all those high-profile government fuckeries going along. And so, what way to, Dude. yeah, what what way to give humanity, if you will, hope than to stage this bullshit uh, story? And I I think you know, there's another line of thinking that. Maybe there was a, a legitimate intent into going to the moon, but after, you know, a few years, you know, five, six years, they figured out, yeah, this is not realistic at all. So let's just Dude, fucking fake it. You know what I'm saying? The cosmonauts, Russia was throwing people up there, animals, yeah. dogs, everything was dying. Nothing could make it. And then yeah. the United States has like footage. On the first try. First yeah. try. Uh, that's my favorite picture. Yeah. Look at this shit, man. <laughs> it's the gold, dude, that gold tinfoil. If I can get my hands on that shit, I'm telling you guys, I'm happy. And, and not only that, dude, re, you know, the they recycled the same fucking backgrounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They couldn't even. The black one? The black background? <laughs> yeah. With a couple what? of stars every once in a while. Yeah. 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 I could do yeah, that how's... on the phone. And How then the shadows, the well, even the shadows too. In some of the pictures, that you got shadows going one way, and then another object's got the shadows going an opposite way. Obvious sign that they're using lighting, you know, artificial lighting. That's a great question there, 
what happened to the stars. Any direction they're pointing, there should be stars, right? You would think. Well, they, they, the official, if you look at the official answers for that, they say it has to do with photography. Uh, you know. Shitty cameras, yeah. Yeah, because. So if you zoom so, in, you can see there's like tape on this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, yeah. It's not even lined up. Yeah. <laughs> duct tape is key. Well, not only that, look at look at the top part. The seams aren't even matched up. Uh, fake. They even fake like screws. It's all like they drew screws on. They didn't even use real fucking screws. It's a fucking mockery, bro. <laughs> For anyone that claims to have legitimate um, critical thinking skills to look at this and pretend it's a real fucking thing. It's <laughs> a fucking oh, joke, man. Oh, you know what I just noticed? No, I just noticed here, right here in the background, like the American flag is drooping. It's like hanging down. It's not fucking sticking out like it's supposed to be. Right next to that or big upside down uh, uh, umbrella or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. wind on the moon? I don't know. Is it supposed to be? It's there's no gravity, right? No. Right. I, I mean, well, is there well, there's, what, what's going on? There's one video footage of of the one of the astronauts putting a flag down. And the flag is violently, like, the wind is pushing it, and it's, like, shoving it up his face. He's got to, like, tame it down. <laughs> and that one, that, so in other ones, you know, NASA says, well, you know, with the unfurling of the of the flag, you know, it has a little bit of a, uh, it's going to budge a little bit. There's no, there's no climate on the moon or any of that shit. But that one, they can't really explain, man, because the fucking flag is unfurling on his face. See if you can find that so, clip, man. What's up? Weezy, what's up with the first footprint on the moon being different than the footprint of the first suit that the man wore who went yeah, on the moon? Yeah. Well, and it, it, the first suits were totally were totally smooth, and yet they're fucking like have like these lines on the footprint. And not only that, what's up with them being able to do footprints on the moon, but their rocket ship can't leave any fucking imprint on its own? You know, something that weighs so much more than than a person. Can't leave a mark, but the astronauts could leave footprints all over the fucking place. Okay, I'm going to drop a little bit of personal. This is bad. Uh-oh. This, this is the shit that gets me. This is why I am not like a CEO of a corporation of some bullshit. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I can't keep my damn mouth shut. And because there's so much bullshit everywhere. Okay. It's like. I took down, when I was a fly fishing guide, I took down the last man on the moon. Uh, camped with him seven days. Dude, nice guy. Looked like he'd been zapped a few too many times with like the um, men in black fucking dildo thing that flashes at you. And the neuralizer. The neuralizer, dude. Boom. And I requested I, so many questions. And he'd just look at me with this blank stare every time this blank stare and he said i was preparing for future missions and i said but there were none and he goes exactly <laughs> what i don't even know what that means <laughs> the fact that all the moon missions were under fucking nixon tells me everything i need to know have any of you guys seen the the, the video of buzz aldrin sitting with the children and a little girl asking why did yeah. you go back to the moon he's like well, because we we never did, or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah. Just at him like, <laughs> and you know, you know, he was telling the truth because right after that happened, like there was all kinds of like fact checkers on whether or not he actually meant what he said. 
Well, and then the the creepy one is. Oh, go ahead. Legit. Oh, oh no, I'm just laughing at you. Sorry. Yeah, no the the creepy thing that Neil Armstrong says uh, in front of Bill Clinton. You know, greater truth will be unveiled or some shit or something along those lines, but kind of like a a weird cryptic message back in the early 90s. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's almost I don't like know. And I heard, oh, what do you guys think about the supposed Antarctica message that uh, Buzz Aldrin, when he went with those, when uh, who was it? Um, yeah. Uh, a bunch Kerry. of elite people down, John Kerry and a bunch of others down to the Antarctica. Pope? He said, the Pope, he's like, yeah. tweet something real quick. This is pure evil. And we're all going to die or some shit and then deletes it. Supposedly. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird, though. Uh, you heard about that, Ryan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he goes down to with John Kerry. I don't know what year was that. That was in like 2016, 17 or something. Yeah. Yeah, he goes down to Antarctica on this secret like expedition with a bunch of elite motherfuckers. And then when he gets down there, supposedly he puts up one quick tweet. This is pure evil. We're all going to die. And then takes it down real quick. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the tweet. That if cool. you think the Pope is. No, it wasn't the Pope. Kidding. No, it was oh. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz, not oh, the Pope. Okay. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Like the yeah, Pope yeah. isn't even pooping, let alone tweeting. <laughs> hey, I don't went know. To Antarctica. If, if, if the shit was hitting the fan and we're all about to die, I ain't going to be tweeting anything. So, <laughs> you're about 30 years younger. You might be. You'd be like, "OMG, guys, I'm Status so totally gonna die right now." Ew. <laughs> like Tedle. You know, hey, according to some high-level members of the government, there's demons flying around in the sky. It's not UFOs, and we just, you know, we need to just let them fly around and do their thing, well, um, and leave them alone. I'm really glad that Brian Murphy earlier. Uh, mentioned expression of source because it's so true. There are elements of the government that are literally weaponizing, Not, I'm not going to say it, but maybe the advanced aerospace weapon system applications program, not to bring it back to Skinwalker, but any expression of source is seen as something that should be shot down, no pun intended, and controlled. And you know, the last thing that our government wants is something, a trickster of sorts, a god with a small G that can fly in, fly out, do whatever it wants, take a crap on your forehead and come back next week. Like, this is what's happening. And it's doing it. They cannot catch it. Uh, they pretend they can. They can't. And um, this is really crazy because the first program, which can get everybody in a lot of trouble if it wasn't for like Ralph Blumenthal and Leslie Keene coming out with that amazing New York Times article explaining that it was like the advanced aerial advanced let me go back it started as one thing went to another advanced aerospace threat identification program and then it quickly went to the advanced aerospace weapon system applications program so it just goes to show it's like quick what is it i don't know shoot it down right like like really quick these things amplified are there bad things out there probably but you would think that they would have taken us out a long time ago i've heard from from uh high level personal sources that lou elizondo's even flipped and thinks this is some kind of weird metaphysical phenomenon that we shouldn't be messing with and he's been you know talking to private sources about like yeah this is totally spiritual shit and uh this is not what everybody thinks it is so that's kind of fucking weird 
He seems a little sketch. Like he he's does, too much of an insider. But he's he's, he's flip flopped. He's you know gone from nuts and bolts. I'm fucking you know military um, three letter agency guy to go and do these spiritual weird interviews and it's like i don't know are you trying to lead us in the the, the wrong direction spiritually or are you trying to lead us in the wrong direction with the fucking ufo stuff make well, up your mind just, there's a lot just of just remember that his actual, his actual position is disinformation agent that's his position for sure yeah yeah He's yeah, I don't so trust him. Really good job. I'm I don't trust sure. him freaking one bit. But and see, like he went on. I remember when they had that video of the TR3Bs that was like all green, right? And uh, he came great. out yeah. and uh, he was like, "See this? These ships." It's like, motherfucker, you know that we built those. You know, <laughs> yeah. we. Yeah. How does he not know that? And if he doesn't know that, he, we shouldn't be listening to him anyway. Well, think about it like this: How many different messages have been out there? You know, between the UFO community, like. I used to go to beforeitsnews.com a lot back in the day and just get on there and look at all the crazy shit that people would post. And, you know, 90% of it was just absolutely insane. But there was definitely some stuff in there. You're like, maybe there's some truth truth to this. But I think that habit got me um, a little more skeptical of everything, you know, that I saw just because I'm like, and then I realized mainstream news, like, you probably have more truth on before it's news than you do CNN or any mainstream news, you know, honestly. So um, that's kind of, you know. <laughs> and, and like all the conflicting totally. information just reminds me of the old um, propaganda doctrines, you know, to release a welter of contradictory reports to keep them confused and bewildered as to our plans and intentions, you know, straight from the OSS 1942. Um, not much has changed. Yeah. Amen, and with brother. All Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, amen. And it's about April, almost April now, where we all have to like line up and cut off a pound of flesh to keep the masters happy for taxes. And we oh, yeah, stop paying that shit. Stop paying that know, shit. We, we don't know where these taxes are going, man. Like, from what we understand, there's black budget. And then beyond that, there is a budget that is so dark that they don't even know where it goes. They can so lose $21 trillion dollars and no one, and no one. Yep. Fucking bats an eye, bro. See, initially, they funded yeah, yeah. all the black ops projects through the drug trade, right? I mean, you can trace the origins of all the cartels back to the CIA and the Gale oh, organization, yeah. which they intentionally were, you know, using to get around Congress and to raise funds for whatever fucking wars they wanted to fight. But I can't see that budget. What's the global drug trade worth? Like $100 billion a year? I can't see that being enough for them. You know, and I think it's worth a lot more than that. Fucking people love drugs, and that's that's a small number these days. <laughs> Very Which, true. <laughs> I like drugs. Who, who doesn't like drugs? That brings me to like the whole like ape, you know, like the, the, the theory that man came from ape that found mushrooms. Is this actually okay? Coming back to space and the fact that mushrooms are one of the only things that can literally forward on to another planet without a craft it can it can just blast off and float around for a few million years and land on another rock and get something else high like what kind of <laughs> what kind of uh what what kind of what kind of a lesion space dust not only am i drinking it but if we're made of this if we literally the big bang is true and we're literally just similar to the fungus and we can like float around in our like coalesce into these weird genes and atoms and morph do you not think that something else has morphed prior to this point or possibly 
we are more, in my opinion, of a compartmentalized, <laughs> I'm going to speak fairly gnostically here. I think we're a compartmentalized situation and that it's difficult to leave this Van, Van Allen belt. Space travel is much more difficult than it is made to appear. That's just my two cents. I'd probably agree with you for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I say we probably can't do much more than go up to like low Earth orbit. And the space station is probably the space. I'm pretty sure the space station's legit, but it really is not much of a feat when you see, like, a, when you see in scale how far off the surface of the Earth it is. It's like almost not at all. You know, it's very fucking close. So, it's, but even compared to like the Moon, which is what two hundred and seventy thousand miles away, and we can't get more than like three or four hundred. Yeah. Well, what about what about interdimensional? I mean, maybe, you know, beyond flat Earth and all that stuff, uh, if, if space isn't really what they're telling us, I mean, maybe a lot of this is different dimensions or different realms. You know, maybe you can mix the Saturnian, you know, all the planets or different realms with everything else where different dimensions, uh, you know, that's some of the entities are coming from different dimensions, call them demons, call them whatever you want to call them, but you know they're just all different entities from different dimensions and it's not necessarily space i agree brian i think i think these things are traveling in inner space i don't think they're traveling in outer space so i agree completely with what brian it, it, that direction that you're going man i think that any any entity ancient artificial alien technology whatever you want to call it a baphomet of sorts uh, entities that are willing to take this burden upon them and actually analyze and, and, you know, like weigh how things are going and jump in when they're needed and jump out when they're not, who the heck knows what they're doing beyond my pay grade. But I think these things are traveling interstellarly, not outer space as we know it. Interstellar. Isn't that weird? It's like inner space, but they don't tell you that it's always outer space. It's like outer space. You can only go so far because what the hell's out there. It doesn't seem that great. I mean, I think inner space. I think that movie with Martin Short. Oh, that was such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me take this time to introduce everyone to our Lord and Savior, uh, Cthulhu. He will be birthing forth very shortly when the five G waves come on, and he will burst forth from all the vaccinated. So uh, get ready, guys. <laughs> He's coming. No, man. Uh, being a person that has recently had a very pr profound experience with other dimensional entities, uh, I completely uh, shout out to the homie Laird. No, not only Laird, bro. That reptilian fucked my world. I don't know if you listened to that part, but um, yes, I've recently uh, uh, been under attack, and it, uh, it sure it could have been under. Um, I could have been on drugs. I could have been on a lot of <laughs> mushroom. But uh, <laughs> also, it was a very profound experience, and I personally believe I've I've kissed the other side, and a reptilian tried to rape my bumhole. Oh, but uh, yeah, man, it was oh, rough. I no. barely escaped with my with my bungholes life from that one. Dude, can you but imagine the skills every time I pulled out? Oh God, fuck. Oh. Anyway, yeah, there's there's totally Sorry, something man. right on the other side that's <laughs> trying to that's trying to get in our bungholes every day. <laughs> How big does it have to be to cross dimensions? I mean, that's got to oh, be damn. a big reptilian uh, dawn talking here. I like yeah. sausage. 
I don't know. I, are they scaly or is it like kind of like a doggy lipstick type thing? <laughs> when I think of like other, <laughs> you know, entities or, or aliens, I'm like, well, what the fuck do they do in their downtime? Do they got weird freaky sex shit? Do they like to watch the Golden yes, Girls do. on the weekends? Hey, like, what the yeah. fuck do they do? I think they just rep the scales. I think they just rep the scales on the outside. They're more like a pangolin, you know. Pangolin. Hey, they're totally into fucking freaky butt stuff, dude. I mean, what's with the anal probing? And I've had I had a couple of people on the show that fucked aliens. So God you know, apparently this stuff is going on. You know, they are freaky dicky. They're just like <laughs> you and me. Well, like don't you. don't all these religions have these gods that are coming down to fuck humans, you know? Right. They, they... They want to fuck the Earth girls. That's what they—they're all about. They want to come and fuck the Earth women. That's what these aliens. What's the point? Are, what's the point of being in control if you don't get some perks? We notice this with politicians. You get so high, like, what's the point if there's no perks? They always like <laughs> fall for the cheesiest stuff, like, oh, I want to get rubbed by that girl, or I want to touch this one's like tushy. They always get go down. <laughs> Did you like, just say tushy? <laughs> no, <know>, man. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I know you're from Utah. You said Tushy. <laughs> Utah's oh, in the that, motherfucking house. That All reminds right. me of the meme um, from uh, Billy Madison. He called the shit poop. <laughs> he called the ass Tushy. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But those are the kind yeah. of cats that they're targeting, man. We're targeting psychopaths that shouldn't be in positions of power because there's no way anybody should get to that position of power unless you're completely psychopathic. And then the only way that they can like sneak them, they kind of are tushy dudes because the <laughs> only way you can like crack them, the only way to crack these nuts is to like take them to Epstein Island and show them some creepy stuff. And it it works. I mean, I don't know, man. Like there's some weird That's the thing, man. I, the world, in my opinion, is run by these sick bastards, man. These psychopaths. You, I, you know, we in this group, you know, we're regular folks. We see someone that needs help. We're going to help them. Uh, someone's broken down. I don't know about you guys, but I'm the kind of person that I'll stop by and help these people out. That's just in my nature. That's in my DNA. But when you look at these people that run the country that run these nations these motherfuckers are cold-blooded motherfuckers they'll put a gun to your head pull the trigger and not even think twice you know it's all about them 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 the only time you see them being sorry is when they get caught about shit but they're really not sorry these are heartless people that run this world unfortunately and and that's in my opinion is why we're in the predicaments that we are in today I kind of try to stay away from the woo-woo stuff, but that's just me personally, you know, the man, way I look at it, man. It's just, it's just, I, I just think it's the human nature, man. We're, we're all different. You can look at our pets, same thing, man. Every, you know, even animals have their own traits. Not every, you know, certain dogs will have certain traits. You know, others are more aggressive. Others are more friendly. It's no different with us as people. You're going to have real cool people. You're going to have real, real fucking sick asshole people. And unfortunately, these assholes are the ones running this bitch. So, Wheezy, for real, what would happen if, like, not that I think Musk is a puppet, but let's pretend that somebody else came in and just started, you start shooting out all this stuff about you're building a spaceship (laughs) or whatever, you know, 
you got you you find the gold aluminum foil or whatever and you start doing this how long until they shut you down i don't think it'd be i think no 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 everything 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 that we hear is done on purpose if they don't want us to know about shit we'll never know about shit like even with these conspiracies that are legitimate that even normies believe in that have been declassified how many of those crazy ass conspiracies are out there that we'll never even know about or have any clue about i bet you there's a shit ton more you know what i mean when you look at how crazy some of the shit they did let us know about like operation northwoods and operation paperclip and all that shit think about all the shit that they never ever intend on letting letting us know about uh so yeah man i i i don't think there's any one magical figure that will ever be enough to save this shit man uh all these little all the stuff we see or hear about is the stuff they want us to know about and it's all controlled out i don't know i i think Corey's kind of along the same lines right Corey? like it, it's it's never it's it's all on on purpose you know what they want us to know about yeah i, I agree with that 100 percent uh so when we have events that occur, like there's a large portion of them that are completely staged for the camera. Like Kennedy opened my eyes to that big time. Yeah. Kennedy, all the things that we know about Kennedy that have made it to the mainstream, all hundred percent prearranged staged events. No. Yeah. All right. What, what about legit track. Batman? You, you guys been quiet? They're just chilling. Yeah, you look like you guys are bummed. Have you not seen any good penises today or something? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Your mic is quiet. Oh, hang on. Oh, cool. there you go. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, uh, how you guys doing? Good. We had three shows today. David Ike was one of them. And- oh shit! Oh, you guys did David nice. Ike. How was that, guys? Awesome. But we just. We're not like tired. We're not like, oh, sorry, we're not participating. We're just listening because we've been listening all day to everyone. And it's nice to hear different perspectives. And we've also taken in a lot of information. So, yeah, it's not (laughs) not that we're not participating. I'm just actively listening. You know what I mean? I also do want to add that I there's a part of me. I don't like to think this, but I it's interesting to think that we could possibly be in some sort of cattle farm for intergalactic beings or aliens, whatever you want to say, um, where they just kind of pull us out and experiment on us. It's the same as how we treat our pets in a certain way. Like like you were saying, Wheezy, yeah, our dogs, some of them are great, some of them aren't, but when uh, some are good, some are bad, but we still take them to get spayed and neutered and the same thing happens to them. And it's probably terrifying and traumatizing and they don't know what to go back and say to their fellow dogs. Sometimes I think we do the same thing, or the people who've been abducted. They're like, I, I used to have this thing hanging off my <laughs> yeah. back end, and now I'm it's not, not sure there anymore. It's just this empty, flappy sack. I don't know what to think of it. Where did it go? <laughs> it was my best friend. <laughs> I think you I guys love licking them. You guys brought like some serious heat to the conversation because serious heat. Um, we were kind of discussing a little bit about the Uinta Basin and that kind of goes into cattle mutilations. And when you talk about pets, it's so true. I have a dog I love very much. And when it comes down to it, you know, I'm like sitting there looking at his turds or, you know, whatever. And, (laughs) 
And I'm like, I'm like, I are could you, probably feed him steak every night. Are you inspired yeah. to write poetry as you ponder upon the turds? Well, I have to clean them up. So the fine point is that I, I, I'm interested more in the turd I'm cleaning up than the dog itself at one point. Copy and that. That's wrong. And that's just human nature. Imagine, you know, so I'm like analyzing my dog's diet on cleanliness factors. Now, just take that up like 1000% from the farm mentality, what we are being governed by. And I, I completely agree. But getting down to the really quick um, excerpt about the mutilations in the cows, what they are finding on these cows, you know, you hear all kinds of stuff. But what they're finding on these cows, according to many scientists, are prions, which have to do neurologically with the animal and how its well-being takes place. But there are essences, and I'll just call them essences, of the Orion Nebula on these prions. What? What? Next level. All right. That, Anthony. Anthony, how's it going, dude? Never met this you. What's up, man? Anthony. Well, okay. I did, we have to announce Anthony. He has just joined us, uh, if you're not aware. Anthony mm. is a fascinating individual, and I think we should let Anthony introduce himself to everybody. How you doing, Anthony? What's up, Chris? Great What's to up, see man? you, man. Well, great to see you, buddy. Hey, congratulations, yeah. man, on... Uh, my buddy was on your show, uh, Rob Garthier. Yeah, man, that was yes. a good podcast. I just watched it. Awesome. For sure, man. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Legit Fat Podcast. Hey, Wheezy. Are you in Canada? Yeah, yeah. Man, I thought they, like, put all you people in camps by now. They did. Or I just got out of a camp. It's Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. They let you guys out yeah, on yeah. Friday. That place is so fucked. <laughs> totally, buddy. I'm telling you. I look forward to relocating to Florida. So yeah. Oh hey, join Corey and Wheezy. They're both Hell in, yeah, in the man. Florida area. Yeah, sure. Fort Lauderdale's in my heart. Yeah. So eventually. See, I figure that like America isn't racist against white people, so they could just like walk through the forest or something to ditch all them border guards and all that stuff, right? I think it'd be pretty, pretty fucking easy to sneak into America. I'm just gonna have to Google how to teleport to Florida and do it. I don't know. Yes. For we'll sure. see what happens. Yeah. What's up, Chris? How are you, man? Man, I'm great. Anthony, how you doing? All right, bro. Not bad at all. Just back from the trip, trying to adjust. Awesome. Time and everything. Yeah, it's all right. Good to see you all tonight. Yeah, good come to see and say you. Hi. I thought Ryder was here. Ryder should have been here. I don't know where he's yeah. at. He he might show up later. He's fondling some right. aliens oh, he's and got shit. His show yeah. Tonight. Raised yeah, by yeah, giants. Yeah, he's got a he's got a chat with his his people. Awesome. But uh, Anthony, you got um, you have some very interesting uh, abilities. If for those that have not seen Anthony on my show, he is what I consider to be one of the most genuine uh, extra extra. I'm drunk. Extraterrestrial <laughs> channelers that I know. This gentleman is very fascinating. So uh, if anybody wants to uh, ask some questions to Anthony, he's got some pretty interesting answers for you tonight. So just Thanks, just man. saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Were you able to walk words, afterwards? <laughs> no, where are we From going? What? Are we going back to anal probing here? Oh. What are we talking? <laughs> I thought we could ask alien questions. That's an alien sure, question. Yeah, we can ask anything. <laughs> no, playing, anal man. probing, man. That's not that's not really done. I, I I'm an extraterrestrial contactee, and I'm a channel by a very powerful reptilian race, Theta Tauri race, which is fifth density war race. And I, over the years, I've asked them about the anal probing. Like to us humans, we use that term, but honestly. I mean, this is just what I'm telling you. They don't do that. 
the zeta reticuli group doesn't do that. The reason why the whole anal sensation occurs is because they take samples of our stool to study what's in our foods and the amount of fluoride in the water and the amount of chemtrails or uh, barium, strontium, and aluminum within that falls from the geoengineering. They want to see steroids in our food and preservatives and things of that. So it has nothing to do with being sexual because remember zeta reticuli doesn't have sex. They reproduce by cloning and their cloning processes failed. Hence they started the hybrid races, seven hybrid races. So Yael, Sasani, Playels. So the whole anal thing, I, I, I swear to you, it's, it's not why it's done. It's, it was done a long time ago and that's just to study our stool. Yeah, but nothing to do with Kind of like Ryan Burns with his dog. Dude, exactly. Yeah, man. No, Anthony, I'm right there with you, dude. Cause like when, as fly fishing guides, when I worked as a fly fishing guide for a while, not all, but many guides will carry much similar to a bulb with water in it, literally insert it in the butthole of the fish, pull out the stool, find out what the fish is eating and tie their flies according to that. So that's really interesting, man. But I, you know, it's weird that everybody goes to that, you know, that butthole thing. My biggest <laughs> yeah. question, I love my buttholes. biggest question to you, are these, are these spiritual entities or are we dealing with possible like technologies? No, like the, they're not spiritual entities and they're not technologies. When it comes to AI programs or artificial intelligence infiltration and hijacking of humans and human channelers, well, they've been going to, they were doing it for a long time. That's not really what I'm referring to. So like the Zeta Reticuli group technically on earth is called grays or the short grays. There's three heights, short, mid and tall. Um, there's approximately 40 or so groups within the Zetas that are involved with humans. So they're the ones that were as what we call them negative ones. But that, again, the word negative is a human term. There is no such thing as a negative or a positive extraterrestrial. There's just neutral. Um, not, not a single race is 100% positive, not a single race is 100% negative. So to answer your questions, it's kind of a big question, but it's not an AI program and it is not anything spiritual. So extraterrestrial, so I don't want to use the word alien, it's kind of primitive, but the beings themselves are physical as you and I are. They bleed the way we do. They shit the way we do. They like, they're just breatharians. They don't eat food. They're, they're feed off of light. They feed off of our dark, light, darkness or air. And those are extraterrestrials or extradimensionals. The interdimensionals, it's all their physical. It's just that they use technology to get to me and you. So they wouldn't be like getting in a ship somewhere from Venus to come to your house. No, they're just going to show up in your house by opening up a portal. That's in, interdimensional. They have technology. They're already here, really. Did you That's say they shit to... like us? Because if they shit like us, but they're not eating food and they're just breath and sun Aryans, what do they no, shit I'm just, like? It sounds like me last weekend. All I did was drink beer and I still shit, so I don't know. <laughs> the, the cosmic being is being just not the they poop and have a bowel movement. It's just that they act in the same There's way that we do. They have a different society. They breathe the way we do. They blink their eyes. They have two hearts. Some have one heart. Like They're just like you and I. And it depends which race you interact with or meet in a way in a projected state or astral state or on their crafts. You'll be able to just see, right? Like how they function. And they're just like you and I. They shake hands like you and I. They, they talk like you and I if they want to, which is kind of difficult for them. So telepathy is preferred which they enable your telepathy for you during the time of the conversation to be able to uh, project video segments and symbols and entire story. Let's just say that you two 
our husband and wife and the entity will ask you, how, give me your history. Well, you're not going to be explaining the whole history, how'd you guys meet and all the dates you went on. You can just give them that projection, the first kiss, first date, how did she make you feel, first time you made love, first time you had a child, and they'll understand that. So that sounds like a mental. neural implant to me. Uh, no, no, no implant. No, no, no implant. Just they, they, pre they pre prefer uh, video segments versus our boring words, right? They, they find English or any other language Fair really enough. quite boring. It's too long for them. They're like, come on, man, hurry up. Like, tell me the answer. Hey, They're Anthony. Explaining it, you know? <laughs> hey, Anthony, um, what are your thoughts on the proliferation of government agents now, you know, before the government was averse to any UFO talk, alien shit? No, no, that shit doesn't exist, doesn't exist. But the last few years, they've been, oh, yeah, 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 they definitely exist. They definitely exist. That, to me, has to be honest with you, has made me more skeptical uh, on the whole thing because of the proliferation of these clowns. Uh, I don't trust anything they say. And so for them to now be putting that in the forefront uh, has made me like, wait a minute, man. If you guys are pushing it now, I'm going I'm to I'm have to take a step back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, again, complex question that would require a complex conversation, but the only reason they're giving you little bits and pieces, tiny little crumbs, right? It's just simply because there's just so much evidence of UFOs. There's over 2 million UFO recordings or reportings every year. Everyone's got a cell phone today. Everyone's taking shots of everything. So the government's like, fuck, we can't hide this anymore. I mean, they know the moon landing video themselves, they faked. Uh, they understand what happened on the moon. We understand what happened on the moon, particularly humans that are able to do remote viewing and particularly humans that have extraterrestrial or extra dimensional contacts, whether it's channeling, whether you just had that one time interaction or whether you've been abducted on a craft, like so the governments understand that and they can't hide shit anymore. I mean, how long are you going to hide that the fact there are crafts out there in our skies? I mean, like, come on, that's just like 1960s. This stuff's been going on for a long time. They've been I hiding it forever, hide. Anthony. They've been hiding it Oh, right no, he's forever. not, writer. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's up, Anthony? Oh, Anthony man, I miss shit. you, man. I, I I was on writer's show and on Chris's show, man. Yeah, great. It's nice to see you guys together. It's awesome. It's yes, a party. Sir. I wouldn't miss it. I, I hope I didn't miss all the dick jokes. <laughs> oh, you missed a ton of dick jokes. You missed jokes, a right? shit ton, <laughs> bro. We're talking about Big, long, night, veiny man. ones. I felt yeah. bad because of the lady here in the show, man. I Oh, she loves the dick and balls jokes, right? <laughs> <laughs> jokes, that I is saw. a dick joke, and I made the legit that. So, hell yeah! All right, so I I think we're getting into unexpected levels of high strangest tonight, which is wonderful. <laughs> and I love bringing these uh these different vast groups of people together to discuss it and see their their minds melt out of their ears, especially those that don't believe it. So it's quite fun for me. So uh, yeah, man, ask ask some questions away for for Anthony. I wanna I wanna get just sit back and fucking listen to this shit. This is great for me. <laughs> I want to get a really good question from Corey. Because Corey looks really yes. fucking perfect. <laughs> this is wonderful. This is great. You just got to throw in Israel into the mix and he'll be good. Ask about interdimensional Bigfoot. Do you have a question yeah. about that, Corey? He I knows about no, Bigfoot, if it, baby. If it doesn't involve spies or Jews, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> Atta boy. Atta boy. Yeah, you and Weezy are party poopers. <laughs> party pooper, man. I'm trying to bring in the dick jokes. 
Ah, uh, well, you know, dick jokes are fun, but Bigfoot <laughs> dick jokes are even oh, more fun. Man. Come on, Anthony, tell us about some Bigfoot dick. What we got? I've never, <laughs> or never Bigfoot seen in a general. Bigfoot That'd be funny if Bigfoot is a micro penis dude. I'm, I'm no, like they're, they're, me uh, being the skeptic. I'm, I'm, I think Bigfoot could <laughs> totally exist, but I, how come we haven't found any like Bigfoot shit or like Bigfoot bones? Anything, or, anything, know? man, anything. anything. Yeah, Chris, well, there's a very. Instead, so we have these because feet. They oh, don't live in your density. They don't live in third yeah, density. They go. live on Earth, but they don't live in the third density. How the hell? Okay, explain that to me as a skeptic. How the hell do you get an interdimensional Bigfoot? I don't understand what that even means. Well, no, it, like in, in layman's terms. Race. Sasquatch race is not interdimensional. Sasquatch race is Sasquatch is a human term. The original term for them is Sata Skait. Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Big Ape, or Yeti. These are human terms. Sasquatch themselves go back to Lemuria. They came from a planet named Electra. And that is where the extraterrestrial fifth density race originated from. On Earth today, Sasquatch population is approximately 1,200. Very, very small. Very, very tiny. Those are the remaining ones. They reside in fourth density. This is why all the encounters happen in the nature. I mean, all of these counters all around the world by genuine people, they're not going to be making shit up. I mean, they're definitely fourth density race who still resides here. Absolutely. Do they shit? Well, yes, but you're not going to see it. Just like you wouldn't be able to see them unless they ship down their vibration to third density. So what kind of evidence would we have? I, I guess what would be the strongest evidence for that claim? Like for It's not a claim, right? But like I understand that you're looking at it from your perspective. The strongest evidence you would have is you as a viewer, as a researcher, to interview, talk, or listen and evaluate humans who have claimed or stated that they have met a Sasquatch and allow them to tell you what happened, how did it happen, and also what did the conversation take place between the Sasquatch entity telepathically, because they don't speak English, and between the human. And then you can evaluate that with your heart, now with your mind, because your mind's going to rush to use terminology like, oh, fuck, they don't, they're not real. Well, you don't know that. So maybe evaluate what people have to say. If people are saying it for fame or to get on some TV show or to have like a shitty edited picture that they crop themselves or, you know, all this nonsense we see. Okay, I don't really buy all of that because a lot of these human mindsets, they're still chasing the fame and financial gain to be able to have these like, oh, I saw a Sasquatch, let me do a show. Well, I'd ask you, I can, I can, I'll rip apart a lot of them guys, and I've done that because I've connected with a Sasquatch. I've done a video on it, and it's on my YouTube channel. And the Sasquatch themselves, they're not really like into meeting humans. They dislike humans simply because we dislike them. We judge them. I mean, there are shows on the internet that, or TV, sorry, in America, that they're doing you like $50,000 rewards in order for you to go and shoot a Sasquatch. I mean... That's psychopathic. Why would you want to do that? Why, why would you want to do that? So they obviously understand that. And when it comes to taking pictures of Sasquatch, also that's not going to happen. You don't think they know our lenses, <laughs> our shutter speeds? Of course they do. They shift into fourth density. It's where they live. And they're the ultimate like protectors of the planet, really. Like, I mean, there's millions of different types of statements and documentaries and even probably 20 to 30 different books and i i've met three to four genuine uh, experiencers of Sataskait race 
And they're nothing like you see them in the picture. They're not some fucking gorilla. They're quite humanoid. It's just that they have body hair. Anthony, I think, it would be a, them. I think it would be a good time to explain the different density, right? What is the fourth dimension? What is the fifth dimension? Because I think people have a really skewed version of what the fourth dimension and what the fifth dimension and all these levels of reality. But I think that it would be important to explain what the fourth dimension is and then what the dimension after that. You don't have to explain all the ones above that because it's, <clears throat> it gets really crazy. And yeah, we're, really we're never going there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, like, obviously, like whenever people speak of dimensions, the term dimension we hear about most often. But I'd like to use a more precise term. The precise term is densities. Like, for example, for everyone that either believes in extraterrestrials or has an open mind to believe, the uh, ETs don't talk about, they don't use the word dimension. Oh, we're from fifth dimension. It's not like that. Like the Seta skate race, which originated in, on Splendid Lectra, they were a 5.4 uh, density race. So a uh, reptilian can be a 6.2 density race. A Zeta reticuli can be 4.9. Us humans can be 3.2, depending on your spiritual progress. So we all kind of chill and hang out and evolve our soul in these density layers. And as Ryder said, there's densities and dimensions. Like, what the fuck's the difference? Well, the difference is very, it, it's, it's big, but it's also very similar at the same time. The best way to put it, honestly, is to look at it this. If you have a five-story apartment building, that's five levels. Well, that's five dimensions. But you know how you have a stairwell that takes you between third floor and fourth floor and each individual step will think of those as densities. So here on earth right now, us, all of us, we're sitting in, okay, third dimension, sure, 3D world, absolutely. But to be more precise though, we are in what's called third density. So let's just say a person in this very show, Corey or Ryan or me or Ryder, we may be on different spiritual paths. Not whether we believe in God or no, no, no. Just different spiritual progress. And that means that we are on different densities. So when we go to sleep tonight, we go to the astral as our astral body takes off and it leaves our human body shut down for the night for the organs to rest. So that astral body will go into different type of what we call dream realms or dream states. And within the dream states, there are two particular areas or the astral areas for two particular densities that you can go to and meet extraterrestrials, meet angels, meet deceased humans, even meet astroparasites who desire to fuck around with humans and play tricks, pretend they're like archangels or like these Ashtar command frauds and shit like that. So when you go to the fourth density, there are different layers. The higher you go, the more meat beatings you meet beings you can meet because they either reside in that density or they reside in the above density. So what they do, they'll drop down. So a 5.4 extraterrestrial with his own soul involvement in 5.4 density will drop down to 5.3, 5.2, 5.1 to five. Meaning you as a human who lives in third density, you go to sleep projecting yourself to the highest possible density as you can using telepathy or using abilities of visualization. But more importantly, opening your psychic networks, which is third eye energy, syncing audio and video together, where you're able to have a full conversation with an extraterrestrial or extraterrestrial, safe, benevolent, without any like fucking hijackings, rapes, or oh, none of that stuff. A lot of these ETs just want to meet you in the fourth density because they can't literally show up in your living room. 
dimensionally be too difficult for them. So a person that wishes to make any contact would desire to pick a density and play around in that astral realm to perfect himself, manipulating the astral realm to go to these densities. So I think that's kind of the best way to put it. Like, like we live in a third density, whatever I think my own spiritual progress is in life, whatever you think yours is, writer, we're somewhere there still within third to fourth density. And when you go to the astral tonight, you want to meet an extraterrestrial that you gravitate towards, that you've learned about, that you've heard about. Yeah, you just got to find out what planet they're from and you can project there. It's very simple. I mean, the, the the fourth density is more of a thought and energy state, right? It's not uh, um, physical. The way we'll, what works for me, to be honest with you, the way I understand, I've heard kind of different things. What fourth density is, is time and astral and dream states. That's fourth density because you're leaving third. Your body is shut down. Your organs are shut down and you leave your physical body, which you're still connected with the, with the silver cord, the cord itself from the third eye energy. And then you're going to different realms. Depends really where you want to go. And there's that borderline in the fifth, sorry, in the fourth, the density, which you're cross, uh, uh, getting out of the physical and getting into the non-physical. And that's the last possible spot. And that's what's called a template layer. Anything past that, it's all physical. You're getting into fifth, sixth, and even seventh densities and stuff. I know it's kind of complicated. It's boring. It's like, it's kind of like well, like Anthony, tell us dry, this. But, Tell us this, how important is belief in any of this stuff? You know, because I have personally experienced contact through meditation and other substances, and I know it's real, um, and I've experienced it firsthand. But, you know, I'm sure lots of <laughs> our members here are like, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, <laughs> and, they, you know, more closed-minded people may not have these experiences because they're closed-minded. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm open to this. Um, don't, get, don't dismiss me. I'm no, open I, I'm to just it. saying. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm I just want... I want some goddamn evidence. That's all I'm asking for. Goddamn. Nobody uh, said please. I, I beg to address down, buddy. Is, is this, <laughs> is I'm sorry. I behave. I'm drunk. Is this Weezy speaking? <laughs> yeah, that was Weezy. Hey, Weezy, I'll put it to you this way. Trust me, I'm not being sarcastic or disrespectful. The same reason, no extraterrestrial, no extra-dimensional, no interdimensional, no angel, and no ghost are just going to pop up in your living room or your backyard is the very same reason why you're not going to get out of your car in the middle of a freeway highway and then go crawl on grass to look for ants and talk to the ant and teach them about our ozone layer. The ants don't speak English. You're not going to do that. It's okay. as simple as that. You know, you know what I mean? Best way I've ever heard that described. <laughs> hey. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I got a really good question. So a, a Department of Defense uh, agent officer went to the skinwalker ranch was sitting in the command center there and on cue this appeared a bent muffler yeah this this tubular bells mike oldfield tubular bells the closest thing he can describe to that so this like conjured is the word he's a department of defense individual so it's difficult to like put the right terminology but that just appeared inside this command center what would you call something like that when something appears literally in your living room and you work for the department of defense and you have to answer to people that are much more important than yourself and you have to like say the truth 
And that sounds like job, some Orwell shit, man. Remember right? when the TV, job, the TV was it, looking at everything yeah, they were doing? Literally, his job depended on him, like describing this to a T. And he said this thing just like appeared in the room. And this guy's never seen anything in his whole life. What would you call that, Anthony? Is that something as Grant Cameron would call in a port? Or what, what are we looking at when we see these things interdimensionally, diagnostically quest through these wormholes into other areas? The way that was, the best way that's explained really is the very same way the crabs are popping into our dimension now. Dimensionally speaking, they have technology to do that. They have technology to send a drone that size of one grain of salt. And that drone will enter your nose and go inside of your sinuses to see which kind of sicknesses you have. They have tremendous amount of technology. I mean, I can go on. These are very, yeah, these are deeper subjects. They're not for a Friday night gin and tonic type of night. Um, when it comes to popping in and out, they they look at our density or our dimension, sorry, third, third dimension, as the most primitive, pathetic, stone age type of place that you can enter. Like anyone can come here as far as they're concerned. So hijacking your computer, hijacking your cell phone, hijacking your own dream state by insertion of fake avatars. I've done a video on that. It's called dream hijacking. They can, they can bend the light. They can hijack your shutter. You can literally stand in front of them and take a picture of them. It's nothing's going to show. They already know the shutters. Like they understand our technology. It's stupid. It's primitive. And they say it all the time. So they can open a portal and just walk right in. Same with the ship. The ship can open a portal and just appear and a lot of the ships are here and you know have an open mind when i say this a lot of the ships are already here for reconnaissance missions particularly they always hover around war areas so the bosnian war yugoslavia iraq libya syria now in ukraine they're there as reconnaissance they wanted to they want to see what kind of weapons are used and also what are the fumes from the weapons in the air and will it be almost destructive to the planet and so forth and then they go back and report and they're just neutral they're neutral races. They don't want to intervene, intervene, sorry. So they have ability to pop in and pop right out if they want. And you heard a term cloaking. Yeah, cloaking is done all the time. Cloaking is used all the time. So um, they'll pick like out of a hundred clouds, they'll pick one cloud and cloak it and just copy itself. They'll they'll clone them, they'll clone the cloud to look like a ship. Sorry, they'll clone the ship to look like a cloud. So the cloud itself will be just a hundred and one cloud, but no, no, it's one of the ships. Again, it's for reconnaissance. They don't kidnap us, rape our babies, and drink our blood and all this shit. You know, like the typical term, your reptilians so are all Biden bad. And... No, that's, that, that's all crazy. That's, that's not true. They're here for reconnaissance. Very dominant races, just reconnaissance. And they don't really agree with our governments, particularly nuclear programs. No, 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 no. They think okay. that we should still be, huh? Uh, so, Anthony, can the ETs and the reptilians use our technology to interface with us? Because I've heard you say several times. Yeah, they yeah, can they can do that. So they'll absolutely. You're right. That that's very well said. A lot of people don't know that. Um, yeah, you're right. They can like you can have a conversation with your mom on the phone, and they'll just hack that signal. Um, let's just say, like the one of the very first time I shot a video on reptilians, and I released it. It was about a year ago, and I and I and I told this to the, the contact the entity that I speak with from Theta Tori Race, and 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 he literally said, he's like, "Where can we steal the transmission of this video? What corporation owns it?" I said, "Well, it's no corporation. It's a YouTube." He's like, "Well, that's what we mean, stupid. Like YouTube is a corporation. Like where can we get this video?" 
And as I was trying to explain it, like, well, it's called Theta Tori, White Reptilian, that's the name. It's tagged in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He's like, just shut up. We'll just steal the whole thing. So he literally hacked YouTube and they took all the videos and using their technology, they were able to scan and pick out one video to evaluate the words that I said. So they can kind of hack into the software of pretty much all these corporations and do whatever they want. It's just that they don't do that, but they can tap into whatever, your alarm system to your computers, pick it, they'll get in. Because it's no- It does no, sound like um, AI. In a way, you know what, you're right, the way, the way you would look at it. AI can get into anywhere, but the AI themselves have tremendous wars or battles, or at least militarily speaking, or technologically speaking, with a lot of races. The empire is one, so Alpha Draconian Empire, and they can't beat the empire. They haven't been able to, because a lot of the powerful dominant races are there. You have Demon Gaz, Sikar, Amorkul, Vortak, Kalas, uh, David Blauer is a gentleman in Germany who channels Kalas. So the AI cannot AI cannot hijack as much as we think that they can. Races who know AI's abilities copy those abilities. So a lot of these races can use that technology for bad reasons, but also for good reasons. Anthony, um, talking AI and the ability for this interdimensional intelligence, so to speak, to, to do what it does, is it strange that we are still interacting on like these dark scrying mirrors, you know, with our iPads, our iPhones, our, our computers? Is it possible that this artificial intelligence is not so artificial, but more of an ancient intelligence that just permeates the substance of our reality? I've asked once where AI came from and the Alpha Draconian Empire, as far as their perspective and their opinions. And this comes from the ancient reptilians. So like the pure blood, the pure draconian blood, they said that the AI just sort of popped out of nowhere. They just appeared in our part of the galaxy. So our area out of nowhere. No one really like created it and said, hey guys, let me introduce you to this thing called AI. So the, not, not a lot of beings, sorry, not a lot of races in the councils really understand the origin of the AI. So no one really yet knows the capabilities of the AI. A lot of the things we possess, you know, when we use as electronics certainly is AI based. Um, if you've heard of a time, if you heard of a term, uh, Ryan called timeline, I know a writer sort of it and he interviews a lot of people and saying with Chris timeline. So earth lives multiple timelines. You live multiple timelines. So right now you're sitting there in that room, but in another timeline, you perhaps were a police officer. In another timeline, you were single, maybe one timeline, you were married with four or five kids, but earth the same way. And this is like basic principles of incarnation and reincarnation and the way you know, the mechanism of the universe works. But timelines is very important when it comes to AI. The closest AI has ever gotten to earth, to full hijacking of our electronics, military weapons, submarines, planes, is one probable timeline now, which is in the top three timelines of earth in a year of 2027. In, because in the year of 2027, the AI declares a war against our, if you want to call it governments. So they shut down internet, they shut down phones, they shut down, and obviously government lies about it and says, sorry, you know, it's the Russians, sorry, it's the Chinese, or sorry, they always blame the Russians for everything. Every time someone loses a pubic hair, they either blame the Russians or the lizard people, you know, the reptilians. So the AI gets close to that in 27. Um, to be honest with you, I don't interact with AI. I'll be very honest. I don't, I don't find them appealing. 
I find him very parasitic in nature. I don't find him appealing. The, the races I interact with are reptilian races and insectoid races, and one particular hybrid race from the Zeta reticuli. And that race is called Yagel. The rest, I, I just gravitate towards these races, man. And that's it. Cool. Holy shit, man. We're super deep right now. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm sure many might be interested, like uh, our elite fuckers that we see on the cameras every day, like um, Bill Gates, Fauci, Biden. Who's giving them the orders? Who, who's, who's passing down those sick fucks some, um, some instructions? Yeah, so the way that hierarchy works with our, uh, let, let, give me a few minutes, Chris, let me explain this properly. The way that really works is that, with, you know, and I know, and I've talked to writer about this. He's got a really deep knowledge of this. He understands cloning. He understands shape-shifting. He understands CGI. He understands a lot of the things that he talks about that are also controversial, which is wonderful because he's activating a lot of people's minds. But the way this really works on Earth is like this. Um, and, you know, I, this is just the way it is. And probably a lot of people are not going to like it. But this is really a human prison planet. That's all it is. We're, we are a hybrid race as humans. We have uh, multidimensional DNA, 20 to 25 contributions of extraterrestrial DNA. And this goes back way before Anunnaki's because they did not make us. They just revised us. So ever since then, we've, we were looked at as just like stupid humans, slaves. They treated us as pigs back then. I mean, Anunnaki's came to Earth five times. First time, they revised us. Second time, they helped us build the pyramids. They came three more times. But what I mean is they always looked at us as pieces of shit and dumb and primitive. They even shrunk our own pineal gland, and they even inserted a worship, a worship gene inside of our DNA. We carry that shit through epigenetics, just like we carry fear and ancestral trauma also. So what ended up happening from all of these years until today, let's say 2022, Humans were always looked at as being dumb and stupid and primitive and have judgment and war and racism and I'm better than you and my religion is better than you. That's why there's 15,000 religions today and I'm this and I'm this. So earth-based reptilians truly are the custodians of the earth. So Alpha Draconian Empire, remember, is the most dominant empire in our part of the galaxy. They created a magnificent creature, the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs were destroyed by a projectile which was shot by the Tikrit planet. So humanoid race from the Tickled planet, so sixth density humanoid race. And after that death, obviously, Alpha Draconians paid back. They destroyed that Tickled uh, planet. But then they take their DNA and they added it to what we would call today animals. But then, like cats and dogs, second density beings. And those were the lizards. And at that time, these lizards evolved. Their DNA evolved and they have partial draconian DNA. Those are really, in short form, the true custodians today. These are significantly advanced beings now. And the cloning technology was given to the United States government in the mid 50s. And most people don't know this, but the cloning technology, the testing when it was sent to Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein used to play tennis with his clone. Um, and the United States government took the cloning technology, they explored it, and then they got a piece of technology called consciousness transfer. So they're able to make a clone quite, quite quickly within six days, and they're able to transfer the consciousness from the dead human into the new body. So this is really how when people talk about, oh, he's a clone, he's a shapeshifter, a lot of people don't know the fucking difference. Shapeshifter is not a reptilian, and a reptilian is not a clone, and a clone is not some like android. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So a lot Get of people are misusing the I, terms. I, I'm talking about the movie. 
like the movie Get Out, because um, it with who? Yeah, uh, I know what you're Get talking Out. about. It's a, uh, the M Night Shyamalan movie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, where it describes exactly what you're describing, Anthony, where you're able to take the consciousness, move it from one one vehicle or vessel to another. another. That's right, awesome. right. I give you a fact if you want to, those that want to know by your own um, politicians. So in 2016, the female who lost to be the president, um, when, when she was cloned the first time, because she's the real one's not alive. When she was cloned the first time, the body was, the body took, okay, the body was okay. It's just that the consciousness did not work out too well for her. So the body went through like significant glitches publicly. And that clone ended up dying. Uh, it cost $250 million to make her. That I can give you, that's a, <laughs> oh, guys, that's a fact of all facts. And a lot of the White House, um, the Washington, D.C. White House stuff, I see it on the Internet. And, and I'm, not, I'm not the most experienced person when it comes to United States politics, but I've had the pleasure of being inside of the White House by the uh, invitation of the Trump administration two different times, 2016 and 2017. And I can just walk over here real quick, 20 feet behind me and pull out the pictures from the Oval Office. And I have no problem showing that to you right here on camera. So I understand the presidencies of the United States. I understand what's organic and not. And with fourth density abilities now, with using my own psychic network that a reptilian being has enabled for me, enabled for me I often see a human that is on television, on your television, and I'm telling you, that's not an organic human. There is no consciousness assigned to that human. Are we talking about Joe Mark, Biden? Mark Zuckerberg. Joe Biden is not a real human. Yes. Yeah. The real guy yeah, is long gone. Long, oh, gone. long. I God, can understand I Ozzy Osbourne better than I can understand Joe Biden. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even understand what, what he's saying. Like, what the fuck's he talking about? Joe. That's what... Listening to Joe Biden talk is what Stop confirms to me kids, that all these fuckers are just puppets, man. How the fuck yeah. is that guy running anything? Literally a meat puppet. Bitch ain't running and, shit, and man. He's I'm a so fucking glad puppet. you're going down this pathway, Wheezy, because literally a meat puppet. And if we're talking yeah. about us being on a prison planet, aren't the elite literally... For rising way above the control epicenters placed on a seemingly stupid race, as Anthony has pointed out, you got to wonder who these people are, that they are able to rise as crabs to the top of the bucket and tap dance for these entities that we can't even see. Well, it's not, it's not really a fault of Earth-based reptilians. Like, if we want to get into reptilian conversation, I'll lay it up for you. It's not the fault of the Earth-based reptilians in any way. You have to understand is that first and foremost, humans themselves are addicted to escaping reality. And this is why they love to worship shit. And humans themselves are also um, addicted to judgments and addicted to taking sides and addicted to proving a point. Trump's better, Biden's better, Obama's better, Catholics are better, Islam is better, Jewish are better, my God's real, mine's not, my football team's better, no, my hockey team's better. I got more muscles. You're better looking. You got bigger tits. All the shit. So the extraterrestrial, the malevolent, malevolent races, they know that. And they, and they play with our emotions. And you know the story we hear is if you go to Hollywood, you sell your soul, you get like $7 billion. Again, come on. You know, we we got to look at these things very seriously. It's not how it works. 
There's a lot of worshiping occurring. Yes, absolutely. It has nothing to do with Satan. That's a made-up term and by the Vatican. That's a made-up completely. There's no such being in Satan. So there is negative energy and positive energy. A lot of these elites, my friend, are worshiping negative energies. And with that, they open themselves up to be able to be hijacked and to be able to integrate that negative energy, which gives them a temporary sense of power. It's almost like being high. Hence, they love adrenochrome so much. So it is those psychopaths that they act as gods. They really have the god mode, uh, narcissistic, ultra-remarkable god mode. And because of the corruption and money, they're able to get away with it. I mean, look at what my prime minister is doing. Look what your president's doing. I mean, and, and, and I don't, don't want to start my president's better, but come on. If, if six of us here in this room were presidents, I'm telling you, man, ever we'd be doing mushrooms and smoking weed and having podcasts and hanging out and having like dogs and cats. We'd have a good time. But we got psychopaths as president. So it's not like that they're guided by an entity. It's just that they think that they are a god. And no matter what, they're going to do what they want to do. See, but I think you're giving them too much power, man. I think these fuckers are I all puppets. I don't personally, but people yeah. do. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I think they're more puppets Why than anything. Why give power to someone that doesn't even deserve to have your power in the first place? So first of all, stop worshiping them. Not you, Weezy, but, but I mean in general. Well, that, that's the facade, man. You know, when I was a kid, and maybe other people could relate to it but when you're a kid you're like oh yeah when i grow up i want to be president of the united states uh because you think it's some glorious achievement and that the president has so much fucking power and prestige as i've gotten older as i've uh woken up to a lot of this bullshit i'm like man these motherfuckers don't have any uh, power i don't trust any of these motherfuckers uh yeah, the, like the, the only christ position yeah, the yeah. only one that decided to speak out on the government what happened to him he got taken out so everyone else i don't there's no exceptions to this but everyone else after jfk has just been a fucking puppet at the end of the fucking day i gotta i gotta pipe up when it comes to biden because i'm sure that um we've all heard a little bit especially being in the podcast world about people like jay parker who have discussed areas such as Rose Valley, Arden, Delaware, and the places where Joe Biden is from. Interestingly, these areas are seeping with long generational cults of occult dark arts practice. And not only that, what's interesting is, and I don't want to get political because I feel bad for the guy. He's an old guy. We shouldn't have presidents that old anyway, but let's get back to the discussion. His son has the 11 fingers of the great lakes which is a very dense occult area with dark arts proven tattooed on his back and no one knows the reason it, there there's so many strange and i i think that matt you, you, uh you, you a lot of people have probably had jay parker or listened to jay parker where do we go when we deal with the elite worshiping these dark entities as anthony has mentioned and gathering power from them how do we disable this machine yeah if you guys haven't heard jay parker's story that's some that's some fucked up shit that's some crazy shit i interviewed him once long almost three years ago now but uh i had man he is completely sincere he's completely i can tell he's been 
affected by everything that he talks about. And man, I have to believe the shit he says because it's 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 pretty it's pretty profound. I don't know if anybody else who knows who Jay Parker is. Sounds familiar. Uh, I'll I'll give you a quick. Uh, the guy the guy that created South Park. No, so this not is, at all. No, this is really interesting. There's a guy that comes. Okay, if you look it up, Wheezy, it's really cool. It's called Rose Valley, Pennsylvania, or Arden, Delaware. This is where Joe Biden is from. This is, according to Jay Parker, close Come to ninety percent occult practicing dark art adepts in this area. And what's interesting is. A lot. I mean, this place is cranking out like top membership of like a lot of world organizations. But what they claim to do is keep their kids in cages. A lot of MK Ultra stuff. Uh, teach them that you know to be weak is to be pointless. Um, they teach them that power is everything. Literally treat them like animals. Break the psyche. Uh, really dark art stuff but these kids end up skyrocketing much like the um duponts uh there's a number of names that i could name uh but there there is a tight delegation of the elite if if, if it was a shotgun blast it's going to be this area where a lot of these elites had their early beginnings and seemingly go back to kind of rekindle this I don't know if Anthony, if these are, if these are from what it sounds like dark entities, instead of what these people are believing they are, the bottom line is they are recreating this addiction to power through this channeling or entitlement of these entities. How do we stop this machine from going? Or is it just going to play out? Do we just have to deal with it? Very deep subject, brother. Um, I'll, have, I'll I'll give you this one. So uh, I, I was speaking to a friend of mine in Washington D.C. as Secret Service officer, off duty, and he said that um, again I got to be careful how I word this. There's a room within the White House that's they say it's a TV room. It's red chairs, red color, red carpet, um, but it's not. It's it's a room for worshiping, and there are times where the staff clears out. So. If you look at the United Nations, the head office of United Nations, there's a room for sacrifice. Um, if you look at almost, again, now we're getting into the, obviously, Jordan Maxwell stuff, who's a fucking genius. Um, if you look at all the black and black and white piece. checkers, you go. So we're talking about planet Saturn, we're looking at the cube, we're looking at the hexagon, we're looking at North Pole, South Pole, the eye, the rotating eye. We're looking at why is there a black cube on the foreheads of Jewish people? Why is there a black cube in the Mecca? The Islamic people walk around if you fold across. Why is that a cube? Why is there a Nintendo cube? Blah, 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 blah. You are getting into the same term, term conversation, worshiping with, within our DNA. It was inserted on purpose to worship. That's a fact. This has been proven for anyone that understands epigenetics. So worshiping is something that humans do. The negative entities, let, let me just touch on that for a minute. I want you to know who they are. The term negative entity, it's not like some mafia. It's not like some, you know, black-eyed children that you hear on the internet. It's not some reptilians. Like anytime you hear reptilians evil, just tell that person to fuck off. They wouldn't be able to be able to brave enough to even incorporate 1% of reptilian integration, the energy themselves. The truth is, is that there's a group collective of two to three 
a dozen of malevolent being groups, racist groups, alliances, if you want to call them. I've touched on this in my video called Galactic Federation of Light Lies. And they are a combination of astral parasites, not the Galactic Federation. I'm talking about the negative entities, negative energies on Earth. Uh, astral parasites, negative extraterrestrials, fourth and fifth density, deceased humans who don't want to cross to the other side, so they're fucking with humans. And also, in some ways, AI programs. The AI programs bring in remarkably powerful dark energies from our part of the galaxy, certain groups, certain races. So if, let's say, us four or five here are worshiping the devil or whatever terminology you want to call, remember, you're opening yourself up. It's like opening a door or a window in your house, and outside it's like a, a sea of mosquitoes. Well, they're going to come in, man. So close your windows. But this is the same way humans integrate this energy. When it comes to the presidents, okay, it's kind of a, like a tradition, that same way the Vatican has, that you got to drink some baby-related blood. That terminology is adrenochrome. Vatican does that shit. That, that, that's normal. There's seven levels below Vatican. Fourth one is the sacrificing level and other things that they do, which is quite disgusting. But presidential stuff is the same. There's rituals you have to go through. And I'm not talking about Freemasonry. I'm not talking about the Blue Lodge. I'm not talking about you going to the 32nd and becoming a 33rd. And now, you no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with the 33rd degree or the 300 club or the, you know, the, the council of the 300 or the council of 33. No, no, no. It just has to do with the fact that within certain um, brotherhood alliances, as they would call them fraternities, there is worshiping the devil. There is drinking of the blood. There is cutting up of the baby and taking out their heart. There is using, make, eating a soup that has pineal glands in it. Pineal gland sits in the geometric center of your brain. It's the size of a grain of, a, of a, um, a bean. How the fuck did you get that out of there? Meaning you got to kill that person. So there's a lot of sick shit that they do. And with that come negative entities, negative groups, negative energies. And this is how they integrate that. And they get that high. Like, like, a, like every one of us has done something in our life, any kind of form of drug or psychedelic. Well, think of that and multiply it by a thousand because you're dealing with off planet. So off-planet influences. The supernatural would be another term used in English language. I don't like that term. That's like a basic term. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you're, our Earth is polluted with influences. It's just that we don't see them because we're in a third density. And if you shift your focus to fourth density, you'll be able to see them. Very simple, right? So these are the type of shit that these people get possessed by. And they really get possessed by. Why do you think there's so many different human psychics today so many different channelists today that like they talk about let's say all oh, love and light and then next week they're into some dark dark shit like whoa, 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 whoa what nightclub did you go to on the weekend bro like what happened to you man they get possessed not possessed like oh there's a ghost over them integration of energy the entity will see the human they see that the human's not protected and that the human is seeking certain level of control and the entity with the energy integration or insertion of fake avatars within your dream states is able to manipulate how you feel, what you do, what you say, how you act, what you gravitate towards, and so forth. I don't practice no dark energies. I mean, I, if you know any channelers and any of you guys, if you, if you have ever hired a channeler, if you ever speak to channelers, there's, there's plenty out there. 
we work with directly with a certain extraterrestrial being, not with like 40 fucking beings. No one's got time for that. I mean, I got shit to do. I got to go to work. I got to clean my house. I got to go on dates. I mean, you know, I got stuff to do, but it's one being and you got to stick with that one being and learn from that being. And in this case, to me, it's to me, the reptilians have brought the most amount of honor, the most amount of respect towards humanity, the most amount of prideful actions, the most amount of dominance and intense energies where they don't filter shit. They don't give a fuck about your feelings. They just tell you exactly what you want to know, whether you like it or not, they break it down for you. And, and I like that. <laughs> and I ask them flat out, is this a clone? What's going on in Ukraine? Where's this? Who sunk the Atlantis? Who is this? And who's that? And they're just like, boom, 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 boom. There you go. Next, right? So. Please. Sorry? Ready, go. I said you should answer all of those questions that you just asked. The us. war in Ukraine is a Ukraine, uh, the timeline of Earth. As I mentioned earlier, there's three timelines we have. Second timeline is a nuclear war. The nuclear war was the nuclear war was to occur in Russia against Russians. And I'm not really sure how the intelligence or, or their remote viewers who work for the government, I'm not sure how the government of Russia and, and heard that idea or I would say obtained that intelligence. Uh, the war in Ukraine is prevention of nuclear weapons being distributed illegally by the Ukrainian government and sold for profit. And in this one particular case brought into the United States. Uh, biolabs or particularly illegal biolabs, underground biolabs uh, that are within Ukraine are also being shut down. Look, two days ago, like so like literally a day and a half ago, I just flew from Eastern Europe. I mean, Ryder knows this. I was there. I sent him video, so it's not like I'm making it up. Uh, I was there for 10 days. And all I was doing is speaking to intelligence officers there and a couple of my uncles that are about to go through Poland into Ukraine. So, I mean, people got a general idea there, that Russia isn't just going to attack a country overnight, unannounced, and start killing fucking people. No, there's another agenda there. And not that I'm agreeing with the war. That's not what I mean, dear. I'm just saying that the war in Ukraine is a nuclear pre prevention of nuclear war. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to die in the war process. I mean, I'm a, I'm a refugee myself. I came from Eastern Europe in the early 1990s to Canada as a refugee. So a lot of my family is dead. Uncles are dead. My aunts are dead. Uh, grandparents on both sides are dead. So I've got a very small family here in Canada, and I'm a survivor of a war. I mean, Canadian soldiers and American soldiers saved us. Really, they really saved us. So unfortunately, a lot of people fucking die in the war, but it's just what happens. In relation to uh, Atlantis, Atlantis was real. Atlantis certainly existed. Uh, Atlantis and Lemuria had a little beef. It's like, how do I put it? It's like, a, I don't know, like, like Mexico like and Russia America over the border shit. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So the Russia was the, uh, the, the stronger power there was uh, Atlantis, smaller power was Lemuria. And they kind of always went back and forth and back and forth. And they kind of, they were arrogant both, but technologically advanced at the same time. They were very much smarter than us and they understood off-planet influences. And they were gifted a lot of technology by off-planet races. Uh, what ended up happening was Atlantis got a little too arrogant. They acted like just an arrogant prick, okay? And they pissed off a particular race from an alpha draconian empire. And they shot a projectile that appeared, it was cloaked as a meteor. It looked like a meteor, one projectile, but it wasn't 
a, a bomb. It wasn't a, a, like a like a laser or anything. It wasn't like any of these things that we would think. Well, there's no way to shoot lasers. No, no. It was a projectile that was shot, and when it hit a particular edge of Atlantis, it destroyed the pillars, and it sunk the Atlantis. Atlantis literally sunk, not in an hour, not in three days. It sunk slowly within a week, approximately at that time, from our human perspective within a week, even though there's no time in a lot of dimensions and densities, extraterrestrials don't have time. But I remember them explaining it to me, the way it sunk, it was within a one week, yes. And the arrogance sunk with it. <laughs> was so you mentioned one uh, one continent or what what was this was this uh more than one land mass that sunk from my basic understanding and looking at the map that was shown to me in almost like a holographic projection it was a smaller continent than you would look at a north america alaska canada continent like that north america it, it wasn't as big as europe and russia and england and Greece combined, no, no, no. But it was also bigger than Australia. Australia is of an approximate size of Texas, approximately, right around that same size, similar size. So it was bigger than like a few of your states, but it was a continent of its own and it was sunk. And I verified this information with another race and I said, what is your opinion on this? And the answer was very similar. Um, it's just that the second race did not want to get into it to bring up the name of a race who sunk Atlantis. They don't want to get into that almost um, conflict, potential conflict, where a human caused a conflict, where a human channeler would cause a conflict. All right. So, Anthony, we know that you brought up adrenochrome earlier. And yeah. I think that's a very interesting topic because Disgusting. We, know, we know that the... Uh, the where do we get it? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I mean, fill like, me up, Scotty. Where do they get that method of doing that? Is that really extracted from uh, young children from their adrenal gland? Because we, I mean, we know that the that the reptilians are not without their faults, right? I mean, the reptilians had a contract, well, not a contract, but a deal with Hitler during World War II to, did. Uh, you yeah. know. Uh, supply them with uh, with people in exchange for technology. So where where does Absolutely. this where does this uh, this whole idea of uh, adrenochrome really come from? And do they really extract that adrenochrome from young children through torture? Hey, before so we, we answer, can I say oh, yeah. good night to everyone? And I don't want to be rude. I just want to say good night and not just bone out. Hey, Thank you guys for having me. And nice meeting Weezy. everyone. Good night, right, Peace. Have a good night, bro. Good night. We'll be in contact. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. Take it easy.